0: obsessed with all things ovine, there is seriously something about sheep and always something new to learn about keeping, breeding and farming them. Welcome to the Sheep Show podcast. I'm Jill Noble from Holston Valley Farm and Sheep Stud and your host. The Sheep Show podcast exists to help you no matter where you are in the world, what sheep you breed, what size your flock is, This podcast will help your sheep knowledge and your shepherding confidence grow. And it's a two-way street. I love to hear from you and find out how your sheep journey is going. Contact me via Instagram at Halston Valley Farm or via email jill at au. Come along on this episode as we explore the amazing world of sheep and sheep farming together. So how do you go from 3 to 30? This has been a question that has come from lots and lots of my different customers, but you know what? This has come from, really, this concept has come from actually my day job when I do a lot more corporate training now than I used to, um, even though I always did uh, corporate training, but I used to do a lot of going into small, mostly IT organizations who had you know, small organizations and I uh, helped them with their HR when I became first self-employed. So this has gone back nearly 20 years now. And uh, it was really interesting because a lot of them were talking about, you know how do we go from three employees to 30 employees? Yeah, it's a magic number. Yeah, it's the magic number. And it is just about scalability. It's about um, being more sophisticated. It's obviously about making more money. It's about being able to develop an asset and have something that might be worth either packaging up, selling on, you know, so, so taking things to the next level, if you like. And just today, uh, I met a couple of customers and this is what they were talking about. You know, Jill, how do we go from 3 to 30? Or how do we go from 5 to 50? Or how do we go from 10 to 100? Or whatever. You you can get the concept. It's just about scalability. And it really got me thinking. And, well, here's my take on it for you. So, first of all, it is the biggest challenge, you know, to go from having a couple of sheep, you know, somewhere between, say, 10, 3 and 10 to scaling up to somewhere between 30 and 100, it is it's a huge challenge and we started with 14 and you know to get from sort of 10 if you like to 100 took a long time kind of we, we did it a bit cheekily uh, but it really what it, what I've, I really want us to think about is what do you have to consider? you know, okay, buy sheep, whatever, do it however you want. but more it's the consideration, all the little steps along the way and to be honest, buying the sheep is just the sort of the very, very minor step. So when you are at, say, three to 10 sheep, it's a really, really good taster. Do you like them? Do you actually like sheep? Yeah, Yeah. do you enjoy them? Do you like looking at them? Do you like learning about them? Hopefully you do because you're listening to the Sheep Show podcast, so that's a huge tick. Thank you very much for listening, by the way. Do you like uh, talking to others about them? Do you like researching them? Do you like thinking about them? I find myself, you know, lying awake at night pondering sheep stuff and anyway, all the craziness that goes on in my head. But, but when you're at that sort of smaller scale, of course, it's way more manageable. You have very minimum work, if any work at all. You have very, very minimal or basic infrastructure, which means minimal cost. You bought your sheep, hurrah. And you didn't really have to do anything else. Yippee. Well, so it's really, really good. But also you haven't had to do it. That's three to ten. You haven't had to do much in the way of business, marketing, nothing really that takes an awful lot of effort. It really is just a good little taster and it's a bit of fun. But invariably, if you get the the sort of the cheap bug, you might want to you might want to scale up and you do need to consider specific things and i suppose i'm trying to help you here with questions things to consider and maybe even in a bit of a sequence as well as well as that getting you to think about is this the right decision for you and is this the right decision for you right now and is this right? This the right decision for you know your sort of life, and that could be you know your family and everything else that sort of goes with that, goes with that. Of course, you know, hopefully for a lot of us, the concept of scaling ability, going from three to thirty or ten to a hundred, is very exciting. It's you know, it's it's what a lot of us really, if you're listening, you probably really want to do. You want to get bigger. You want to grow. You want to expand. You know, you want to actually make some you know, revenue out of this. You want to make some money out of it. And you can, absolutely you can. And don't let anyone tell you you can't, by the way. You can be amazed at what you can, um, how you can expand what you're doing, but you do need to consider things and you do need to think about it in a broader picture. And ironically, I feel that the first thing to think about is the last thing that most people actually think about. And I talked to a, a lovely um customer today and she was asking me on behalf of her husband, she was asking me, you know, uh, he wants to, he wants to talk, he loves the sheep. And uh, they've got I think they got two, they got two pregnant ewes from me originally uh, last year. And they've had their lambs now and everything's going swimmingly. Absolutely perfect. Everything's, you know, then they've got actually quite a lot of um land and um five acres or something. So and lots of grass. You know, it's springtime here uh here in Gippsland and uh the first thing i said to her is okay great stuff i love to hear this brilliant i can help you w- when you say you know he he loves the sheep and he wants to he wants to get bigger what what does he want to do what what's the market what's the route to market this is where you start most people do this last so what is your route to market and she turned around and she said to me oh you know my husband does this particular hobby And, you know, he's bringing in pictures of his sheep to all the people he meets when he does this particular hobby and they all want to buy (laughs) and they're all city people. So he goes from the country to the city to this hobby. She said, we've already got a market. And I said, brilliant. So huge, huge, huge step in the right direction. What is your market? Have you thought about it? Have you kind of explored it? Have you tested the waters to get your route to market? Because I think you have got to realize why you're getting into sheep. What do you want to do with your sheep? And effectively, how are you going to turn them over? Because you can't keep them all. And for most of us, that means eating. Yeah. You can't eat them all either. So you've got to think about, okay, Who effectively am I going to sell it to? Now, of course, cut and pack market might not be for you. In this particular case, this customer was very much looking at cut and pack market. And again, one of the things that I made sure before they bought their sheep was I made sure they had a taste of the sheep. So taste of lamb. In fact, so much so I met this particular customer at uh, a sheep uh, or a, a farm Field today, and our sheep was actually uh, our lamb uh, meat was on the menu at the local um, fire pit display booth. So, what we do is we bring in a roast, we give it to the guys who are selling the fire pits, and we say, Go for your life, hook up a storm, and they share it around with everyone. And this particular customer had come along and uh, had a chat with us about our sheep. And then I said, Hey, you want to taste some? Let's go over here. Let's taste some. And anyway, the rest is history. But I just love that. I love the way that that was the first thing they thought about. What is their route to market? How are they going to sell You know their wares? And why would you not take the next step? So if you're thinking, how can I go from three to 30? How can I go from 10 to a hundred? What is your market strategy? Yeah. What is your business strategy? What is your route to market? Have you tasted that? Literally tasted it. Have you taken the first step? Have you tried to effectively communicate? Not even, if, not even sell anything to anyone, but have you tried to have that sales conversation with someone? Because I think that is sometimes the last thing we think about, and it really needs to be the first thing we think about. We are going into business. Three to 30 means going into business. With your venture, and that means you have you are going to have thirty breeding ewes, for example. That could end up at you know somewhere between forty and sixty lambs a year. What are you going to do with those lambs? Yeah, fine. You might have twenty ewes that you might keep, you know, just sort of build up your numbers, or you might have twenty ewes that you could sell, or you might have twenty ewes that you could replace. But you're still going to have twenty to forty withers that you're going to need to move on. Of course, again, lots of different pathways. You may be interested in wool. It might be milking sheep, whatever. It might be sheep that are more on the sort of um, pet sort of, you know, sheep, sheep that are more pretty or sheep that are more aesthetically pleasing or whatever it might be. That's okay. All I'm getting you to think about is what your route to market is. So, number one, if you're going to go from 3 to 30, what is your sales marketing strategy? Number two, (laughs) that's the easy bit, by the way, the sales marketing strategy. Number two, have you got your infrastructure prepared? Slash- you know, mindset of your infrastructure prepared because for a lot of us, you know, three to ten sheep, we can do it with really, really basic setup. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with basic setup. I absolutely encourage everyone to just get you know four panels and start like that. That's all you need if you're if you've got three to third three to ten sheep. Yeah. The minute you get into thirty to a hundred, a lot of things can go wrong. You've got more sheep. There's more pressure on those those panels. There's more pressure on you. There's more pressure on the sheep. There's more risk. So, and for most of us, it also means that we're investing more time. So we want to have some efficiencies built in as well. So you need to start thinking about sheep handling facilities, sheep yards, a sheep race, a sheep run, a loading race, because your sheep are gonna have to be loaded these sorts of things in terms of those sorts, that equipment, potentially even a trailer if you don't have a trailer. Now, again, don't go back and listen to some of the, the podcasts I've done on these sorts of topics to help you. Or let me know if there's something I haven't covered quite in, in the depth for you, please contact me and let me know and I'll see what I can do to, to do some research and or speak to someone and, and get some insight for you on any of these particular topics. But you you will need to think about setting up something that is going to allow you to do things more efficiently and easier, safer on you and your sheep. Moving from three to 30, moving from 10 to 100 This is what you're going to need to face. And of course, what does that mean? It means cost. It means investment. And you need, step number three, you need to think about what you are willing to invest. How much dollars before you earn a cent, how much are you willing to invest? What is your bottom line? Yeah, and you've got to think about that. You know, how many, <laughs> I'm laughing because this is my life, you know, how many birthday and Christmas presents can you kind of, kind of work around with your partner who maybe isn't quite as sheep mad as you? I know that they're out there. I know you're listening and you're talking to your partner about what? What uh, we're doing, what you're doing with sheep, and what Jill's doing with her sheep. Your partner may not be quite as keen as you. That's okay. This would be things that they do that you're not quite as keen. Gary's playing cricket at the moment. I love cricket. I really love cricket. I don't want to play cricket. I want a sheep. Anyway, it's okay. We're all different. It's, you know, it's not going to, hopefully, it's not going to end up uh, in a, a major. Um, Dispute because you have different, you know, passions or whatever it might be. There's some obviously for a lot of us. There's a lot of similarities that we have with wanting to farm or wanting the lifestyle or wanting the sheep or whatever it might be. So, how much are you willing to invest? How many presents can you uh, sort of um, uh, sort of work around? For example, I got my my sheep handling facilities, particularly my my. Way crate and three way drafting, and my way scales, my computer in the uh, true test indicator. I got all of that for a, I think it was a combined birthday, Christmas, and you know, everything for the whole entire year, slash three X three years present. Another year, I got a U and a really good U for my birthday. And I just, we were looking at lambs, um, just in the paddock on the other night, and uh. I wrote down a few numbers, and came back and looked at them on my spreadsheet, and there was the daughter of the that birthday you still appearing as a prime you standing out from the rest. And I thought, gee, there's a there's a birthday present that just keeps on giving. Anyway, maybe I've given you all some ideas for Christmas presents for for yourself, or potentially even for your partner. So, how much are you going to invest? Tip number three, strategy number three, decision number three that you um you're going to think about. Ah, number four would be have you got a ram? <laughs> because a lot of us, if we start with a you know, a couple of sheep, we might not have a ram, or maybe we get pregnant ewes or you know, maybe we share a ram with someone, or whatever it might be, all the different things that people might do, and those all those things are okay. But eventually it's not going to be efficient, it's not going to be cost effective, and you're going to need to think about, oh, it's time to get a ram. Now, again, I went to another lovely customer today, and they've got a couple of sheep. They invested in a ram straight off. And for them, it's just been a great. And they just run the RAM with the ewes all year round. And everyone gets along swimmingly. Yeah, you you really don't want a ram on his own. He will just pace and be quite upset. Have another lovely um, couple who I help and have and got some sheep and they just keep a weather every year and, he, and the weather runs with the ram. So all the young weathers are with the ram, then they get dispatched and then one weather stays on until the other weathers go and join the ram. And there's a system going and the ram is happy out in terms of him getting company. And then he goes and meets the girls and then he goes back in with his little weather pack. You do you, yeah? Whatever works for you. If you want to run your RAM with your use all year round, go for it, yeah? I don't think there's any perfect solution, obviously, for bigger. Like, if you're going to move into 100 sheep, you probably don't want to do that. You probably want to have a bit more control, and you probably don't want one RAM running with 100. You need, Wait for it. Two RAMs. There you go. Two RAMs. Why have one when you can have two? Seriously. They're just rams. They're just sheep. But yes, you know, if you think about one for every 50, if you start to sort of get into those sort of numbers, you really, it's too much work for one, one boyo. You, uh, they'd say in Ireland, you really need to think about two rams. Anyway, what's your investment? What's your strategy in your ram? And not only that, then what's your turnover, your ram succession plan strategy? Start to think about that now. Yeah, start to think about that now. Are you going to keep on that Ram's daughters? Can you have your Ram for two years and then perhaps have him move on? Are you already finding customers who might want to buy that Ram? And I would suggest, you know, if you buy the best quality Ram that you can find, you will be able to sell that Ram on, possibly even for the same price you bought him for. You look after him, two years, a four-year-old Ram is only six. He can easily do 10, 12, 20, 30 ewes for someone. Yeah, so don't worry about perhaps investing in a ram and thinking it's not going to pay off. How many lambs do you have to get out of that ram for him to pay his way? It's not very many. It's not very many. Buy the best quality ram. He's going to have a huge influence on your flock. And I would suggest if you're really serious about this sheep caper, think about line breeding. Now, we've done quite a few podcasts on line breeding. You want to really avoid too many outcrosses. Now, of course, again, depends on what you're trying to achieve. Depends on what your goals are. Go back and listen to Simon's breed objectives. That will help you as well. But outcrosses, again, probably more cons than pros in my book. Anyway, so think about your ram. Obviously, somewhere along the line, uh, you're going to have to think about fencing. If you haven't, a lot of customers that I meet have already done their fencing and already set up their paddocks, but maybe they have to do a little bit more. So you get bigger, more fencing. There's going to be obviously more fence maintenance, but you are going to have to do some more fencing as well. So that would be, where are we at? We are at our um, marketing business plan, your infrastructure, your um, RAM. And you're fencing. There you go. Uh, then the next stage will be just general sheep stuff. When you go from 3 to 30 or 10 to 100, you are going to need to start to accumulate sheep stuff. When I say sheep stuff, I mean everything from tags and tagging applicators to drench guns, vaccination. You might want to do your own marking. Now you're probably going to have learned to do the marking. You might want to get a numnuts device You might want to get a stash of antibiotics and cetrogen sprays and, you know, pink eye sprays and and just all the paraphernalia and have yourself a little sort of a sheep cupboard. Yeah, I have a whole shed dedicated and to be honest, I really am so lucky there was an old fuel shed close to where we built our yards or you know installed our sheep yards and we I use that as my sheep shed and everything sheep related is in there it's all in the one place and I just used old cupboards and lockers and things like that just to kind of kit it out if you like and make it really functional obviously I'm all, it's always room for improvement and definitely needs I've got some more ideas I'm I'm working on to make it more functional but you are going to need to start to accumulate sheep stuff. Uh, And that will be stuff to sort of take your sheep to the next level. You might want to think about even um, starting to record things you do with your sheep, write stuff down. My lovely friend Joan has a little book, you know, for her stuff, everything she does with her sheep, she writes down, which I just love. Spreadsheets, something like that. You're going to have to start to accumulate all all of those things uh, to get your sheep going and get your sheep to the next level. So all of those things are the consideration and probably the last one, you're not going to want to hear this, but you've just got to be prepared that it is going to take more effort, more effort, more work. There's definitely more risk as well. So the more sheep you have, the more stuff that probably will go wrong. This is Murphy's law after all. So the more challenges you're going to have, the more deaths you might have, you know, these sorts of things. And it's unfortunate, but these are the things that do actually happen. The more different types of drenches you might need for different types of seasons and so on. This is where I feel and I know, and I've been so lucky too, that if you buy sheep from someone you know, like, and trust, going back to some of the other podcasts we've talked about, that all of the answers to your questions are going to be there for you. Every question you have, every need you have, you know, what do I do for this? Or how do I manage that? Or, you know, go back to the person that you first felt strong enough to buy sheep from, you know, in terms of that relationship and that connection. And they will, should be there for you. Yeah. When I say will, they will be there for you, and if they're not, they really should be. And if they're not, then I would not be buying from them again. Plenty so of other people who will be there for you, wh- whenever you need them. You know, like if I just give you an example. Last uh, last weekend, I had one of my customers send me a picture of a of a used foot. This is a used had a few few years, quite an overweight ewe, but she had a blown an abscess on the top of her hoof. It happens. And I just said, okay, what have you tried already? And he's put some spray on it. It looked pretty nasty. And I said, okay, do that. I'll have antibiotics to you tomorrow. And that would have been about 11 o'clock. And then Gary was actually passing by. I was going to pass by on the Sunday night, but Gary was passing by the next morning. It's way to cricket, of course. So they had antibiotics at at nine o'clock the next morning. Yeah. You know, so that's the sort of thing, and then and you know follow up with a. I followed them up with a with a text message and checked in, and then also helped them know what exactly what to do with. It, it was the first time administering antibiotics on their own. You know, these are a couple well, probably in their late seventies. You know, so anyway, that's really what I'm getting you to think about. You know, you you do need to be prepared for more effort, more work, more risk, more issues. But that's the fun of it. have the fun of it. Yeah. Because, hey, the upside, more sheep. Who doesn't love that? Who doesn't love more sheep? Yes, more work, but more sheep. And that's really what we're wanting to do. So easily, you can go from three to 30. You can go from 10 to 100. And these are just some classic steps What is your route to market? What is your business strategy? Have you thought about it? Have you even tasted it in terms of just trialed it out, had a conversation with someone about it, talked to perhaps someone, friends and family about, you know, buying wool or buying milk or whatever it might be. Maybe not buying milk because that's a bit dodged, but, you know, buying your wares. What about your infrastructure? What's your budget in particular? Because often this is where the, the, the dollar signs start to sort of light up. I mean, are you prepared to sort of do some investment? Um, What about your RAM and your RAM succession plan? What about fencing, you know, and all all the sort of other sort of maybe even shelter, trees, whatever it might be, all those sorts of things. And then what about sheep stuff? (laughs) All the sheep things that you might need, all your little sheep paraphernalia, all your sheep equipment, all the things that are going to make your life easier. And then have you thought about, how that's going to fit in with your lifestyle, how that's going to fit in with your you know, weekends, with your hobbies, with your cricket, whatever you do, because it does mean and is going to mean a little bit more effort, a little bit more work, a little bit more time. But, hey, as I mentioned, the rewards, house and love more sheep. So enjoy growing from 3 to 30, 10 to 100, and I hope that the Sheep Show podcast is there with you every single step of the way of your sheep success in the future. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sheep Show podcast. Would you like some more hands-on farming experience? Here at Holston Valley Farm, we run personal on-farm practical education where you learn to farm with us. Interested? Get in touch via the contact us page at www.holstonvalleyfarm.com, and let's explore how we can help you achieve more with your sheep. How's your sheep journey going? Contact me via Instagram at Holston Valley Farm or via email Jill at HolstonValleyFarm.com.au. And until next time, sheep well.